Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we are recording episode 121 and it is another one of our creative exercise episodes. Uh, And I'm semi-looking forward to sharing this one with you. I had a bit of an interesting experience going through it, but today we are going to be doing an exercise involving gestures and body language for our characters. Yeah, and I do apologize in advance. I've got a bit of a clogged up (laughs) nasal voice because I have a bit of a cold. So just to say sorry about that. It's been a struggle, but we're getting there. So also (laughs) because of that, I'm not sure that mine is the best quality work. (laughs) We'll talk about my experience as well when we go into it because I also had a very interesting experience. (laughs) Anyway, so this episode, we thought we'd try out a creative exercise that I found on a website called thejohnfox.com. The John Fox. (laughs) When you go onto the website, it's, I think it says something like the writing fox in like the corner or something. So the John Fox is like the, what do you call it? The URL of it. But I don't know whether the John Fox goes by the writing fox in other circles. I'm not, <laughs> not, entirely <sure. laughs> not entirely sure, but it's just something I found. Anyways, we chose exercise number seven, which is as follows. Describe two characters having a wordless conversation, communicating only through gestures. Try to see how long you can keep the conversation going without any words spoken, but end it with one of them saying a single word and the other one repeating the same word. So, Ashley, I thought we'd talk about what our initial thoughts were before attempting the exercise and what attracted us to this exercise. So would you like to start us off with that? Sure. So I was a bit unsure about how it was going to go. Mostly because I'm generally have trained myself when I'm doing a dialogue type things to do a mix of, you know, spoken words, but also characterization of what the character's doing. So I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, so we're just going to take away the words. And I was a little bit worried it was going to go something like, I smiled, she smiled back shyly, I looked away embarrassed, and like that just like keep going on for <laughs> ages and ages. And then I was like, ah. Oh. So I was a bit worried that it was going to be a struggle to make it more interesting and flow uh, a bit better than just, you know, sort of a list of different gestures like dialogue. Yeah. So that was my, those are my initial thoughts. What about yours? Mine, I thought it was going to be interesting just in terms of developing that skill set a bit more because I do I do use quite a bit of dialogue and I really enjoy dialogue so I thought taking that away could be quite a challenge for me and it was in some ways more so than I thought we'll discuss that later yeah so I guess those were my initial thoughts and what attracted me to it you know, like there were other exercises there about dialogue and like using only dialogue and stuff. And I was like, oh, that could be fun. But I thought that I'd get more out of the gestures. Yeah, I know so what you mean. That's kind of why I went with that. I was like, oh, if only it could be dialogue. This would be so much easier. 
Yes. Putting us out of our comfort zone, I think, a little bit. Yes, exactly. I guess is good. So I guess the next thing is to share our paragraphs and our experience. Well, I guess we can join those sort of two things together, maybe, if you wanted to do. (laughs) To share our paragraphs and our experience of it, because I feel like those go hand in hand. Yeah, they're quite linked. Especially with this exercise. (laughs) Do you want me to go first? (laughs) Yeah, you can go first if you like. Okay. So... My first issue was deciding what the heck I was going to write about. So I've been working on or trying to work on a short story for the next anthology, The Tales of Dominion Road. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll use my main character from that and, you know, try and use it as a bit of a, I guess, pants and kind of see where it goes. And maybe it will give me something I can add to my short story. So that was my idea. Yeah. As it turns out, I can't use it. I'll tell you why later. <laughs> figure out why at the end of the um, end of the piece. Uh, the other thing I will preface is, I I just couldn't do straight, you know, back and forth gestures. It just wasn't me. So I feel like I cheated a little bit. <laughs> I also cheated. So we'll okay. get to that um, to make you feel better. Okay, good. I cheated a lot. Um, continue. So you can. T- <laughs> I'll read it and then we I guess we can talk about it a little bit. So Oh, to preface this, it's set in the nine like nineteen hundreds, in case you're wondering what is going on. Okay. Um all right. Joe swung his pickaxe into the earth, the clang of metal on stone ringing up his arms. Beside him, another prisoner hacked at the same earth. Ting, ting, ting. Beads of sweat trickled down the other inmate's bald head. They crawled over the black ink of his teardrop tattoos and splashed on the dirt underfoot. Joe cleared his throat and looked across at the bald prisoner. They locked eyes. This manual labour was hell on earth. Joe knew it, and from the look on his fellow inmate, so did he. Joe flashed a weak smile, but the other prisoner's blue eyes remained steeled and fixed on Joe's as he swung the pickaxe hard. Joe shrugged and resumed slamming his pickaxe rhythmically into the ground. If Baldy didn't want to share in this torture, so be it. Just as Joe began to get lost in his thoughts again, Baldy jumped backwards, fear lighting his cold eyes. Joe looked up, his pickaxe limp at his side, and gave the other prisoner a questioning look. The prisoner's eyes were wide and his mouth opening and closing as he tried to get the words out. Joe took a step towards the prisoner and was about to ask what was wrong, but Baldy got words out first. Snake, he said, his voice a raspy growl. Snake, Joel repeated, inching backward. So that was mine. There aren't <laughs> snakes in New Zealand, so that's why I can't use it. <laughs> Fair. Because I was like, how do I make them say one word? I've like backed myself into a corner because they're labourers who can't speak to each other. <laughs> or prisoners who are doing forced manual labour. So I guess <laughs> overall I struggled with this a lot. possibly because I was quite distracted TJ my son's been a bit difficult um and we came down to visit my parents and we had like visitors over it was all just a whole scene um so but it was it was fine so I think that could be part of it as I said before I also didn't know what characters to use and so I used my characters from this short story for the anthology thinking it would help me but it just made it more difficult mostly because (laughs) I didn't really know my characters very well and I was like oh just pants it yes I could see that could be hard which also didn't work well because as I said now there's a snake in it and I can't use it because we don't have time (laughs) just a random snake (laughs) 
<laughs> and snake. It's like the whole snake on the plane thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, I do think it made me think a lot and trying to find more creative ways to progress the story and only use gestures without them speaking or anything. That I guess was an interesting part of it. I also didn't follow the rules entirely, so and I also didn't try and keep it going for as long as possible. I just tried to make a paragraph <laughs> that made sense. How about you, Sarah? Well, so, you know, I read the exercise and then I sort of um, forgot a couple of the points as I was writing. And so I kind of cheated. Like, for example, you'll see that I don't use one word at the end. I ended up using one same sentence at uh-huh. the end instead of one word, which I was like, oh, oops. Um, <laughs> but also, I'm not sure whether we were supposed to be like using description in between or not, but I yeah, chose to use description in between. So I don't know whether that's. Anyways, and I also decided that I needed to invent a reason for why they weren't speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with this kind of exercise, you kind of need that because. Yeah. Otherwise, why wouldn't they just like say the word? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. So I chose to go with our teen fiction series and oh. like have a situation where there were soldiers around and mm. they couldn't speak was basically what sense. first came to my mind. And it's basically an excerpt of a scene that kind of happens in Price of Pandemonium. So you can kind of get a feel for the sort of stuff that that's in there, except it's like rewritten and <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> it's, I don't know why, like, but I just kind of like pantsed it and that came out and I was like, oh, it's very similar to this particular scene. But anyways, I'll read it and it's not my best work either. So just bear yeah. that in mind. I felt oh, like yeah. I could have gone on for ages with it. Also, yeah, like I, I didn't want to go on for ages because <laughs> I, I was like, I could have written pages. And I was, I was like, like, I need no. more backstory. I should add more backstory. I should like make it, you know, make <laughs> make it make more sense. I kept no. trying to end it, and I was like, oh, but they need to get to this point to be able to end it. And um, so it was almost the opposite of like trying to carry it on as long as possible. It's like, no, they've got to get out. <laughs> and yeah. Anyways, I'll read it to you. Oh yeah, I meant to say, it's from Dylan's perspective and Lizzie is the only one with him. We hid behind a plush velvet sofa as soldiers stormed to the kitchen. I pointed to the exit door, but Lizzie shook her head, tight-lipped. Her eyes darted to the windows. I squinted and could just make out some shadows stalking the perimeter of the house. Lizzie lifted her rifle, sliding it between the cushions, but I put a hand on it, pointing it away. No. This is his thoughts. No, by the way. (laughs) If it came to a shootout, we were finished. Ducking my head around the side of the sofa, I watched as the soldiers exited into a formal dining room. A puff of dust mushroomed upwards as their boots stomped across a shaggy rug. They knew we were here, somewhere, and they were making no secret of their presence. I tapped Lizzie's shoulder and jerked my head toward the hallway. She readied herself for the sprint, her lean legs positioned in a lunge. I took the rifle and gave her a squeeze on the shoulder. She bolted for the hallway. I followed, hot on her heels. We flew through a door on the left and found ourselves in the master bedroom. 
A soft satin duvet was tucked across the bed. Some curtains had been pulled, covering the glass windows. Lizzie pulled the heavy drapes aside to reveal a door to a private deck. A sparple sat unused, the cover off and the wind rippling the surface of the water. Beyond, steps led down into the garden. She looked at me and shrugged. It was our best bet. I led the way, opening the sliding doors and stepping into the wild night. We sprinted for a patch of trees on the far side of the garden. We reached them, breathing hard. That was lucky, I said between breaths. Lizzie was holding a stitch in her side. That was lucky, she agreed. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my... Doing this like an alternative reality of something that happens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of strange, but... I was like, oh, it's very just similar to this one scene. So it's kind of rewritten. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine that we added like description and action in between. I feel like, like, I feel like you can't just have a conversation and gestures. That would be weird. It would would be weird with only gestures. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. We just took our own spin on the exercise and I think it's fine. Yes. But so, I as for my experience, I mean, aside from the things I've already mentioned, I found it a lot harder to write than what I expected. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be a like, quick paragraph. It'll be easy. And then I was, like, sitting down there and then, like, <laughs> Julia's waking up from a nap and I'm like, just five more minutes into the monitor. I'll be there in a minute, Julia. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's, like, standing there in her bed, like, Come get me, mummy. I'm like, I'm nearly done. Because <laughs> she would randomly decided that despite I had a cold, that she was going to like stop napping and stop sleeping at night as well. So I'm like a zombie. <laughs> but yeah, so I haven't done much writing aside from this piece. But yes, it's how, how it went <laughs> in general. So I guess the final question that we need to talk about is do we think this exercise is helpful for creativity and would we recommend it? Ashley? My answer is somewhat helpful, I think. I thought it was good for changing the way that you think about a scene uh, rather than kind of just going with you know, what you're comfortable with. So I thought in that aspect, it was good. Although on the flip side, I felt like it was almost too targeted if, you know, we took the exercise verbatim. Yeah. Hence why I think we modified it a bit to make it a bit more, I guess, applicable slash amenable to writing um, or how we write and something that we'd find more useful, if that makes any sense. Yes, yeah. So, yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? I think, like, I'm kind of with you on the modification. Like, I think for something to work for you, you have to modify it a certain amount. And because if, you know, like, if the current exercise as it stands isn't working for you, like, sure, it's good to work within parameters and challenge yourself, but then at the same time, being flexible and being like, oh, well, it might be more interesting if I do it this way, might be more creative and might 
encourage your creativity more than if you just like stick rigidly to the rules and be like, oh, I'm going to do it this way. Because I feel like, yeah, if we had done it purely as it says and like maybe purely gestures and um, not really created a reason or whatever, then it would have ended up quite strange. It would have been really gimmicky. Like it might have you know, develop the skills a bit more, but it, it wouldn't have been potentially useful. <laughs> like a an expansive creative exercise is the word I'm looking for. Like you want exercises to be expansive yeah. rather than constricting. You don't want to get to the end of an exercise and be like, oh, well, you know, I could have written this way better if I had done X, Y, and Z and it would have been way more fun. Like you want to get to an end of an exercise and be like, yes, I had so much fun and wow, this is really like given me great ideas for this and this and this and I can go this way with stuff and like actually that's kind of cool so I think some modification and thinking about how an exercise might encourage your creativity and if you don't feel comfortable with it changing it is totally fine yeah <laughs> so again yes and no from me too I guess well that probably brings us to the end of this episode then yeah, so if you would like to be on the author spotlight section, you can apply by going to lindersoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab on the main menu and you will find a drop down to be featured on Dear Writer. And next time, Dear Writer, it is the author spotlight interview series, <laughs> yes. which we are excited about. If you'd like to know more about us and our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or contact us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle Linderson Creations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone.